Welcome to the Podscape. What? Ooh, yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John, last name Baker. Uh-huh. Brother. Hello and welcome to the Podski. I'm your host, the man of a thousand gimmicks, John Baker, and we are back with our part two of the AW roster uh, grading scale, I guess you want to call it, or we're just doing a state of the AEW roster. We got Justin Andretti back on the show. Thank you for coming back in for part two of our women's show. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. I literally just got home like two minutes ago. Uh, very happy to be here. You know, my pronouns are uh, one man gang and Barry Wyndham. <laughs> Speaking of Wyndham, obviously speedy recovery for him. I know we got some 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 rough news, you know, regarding him earlier in the week. Um, but obviously, you know, speedy recovery there for him. Uh, I know they set up a GoFundMe um, for him. I'm sure anybody that wants to donate money to Barry Wyndham can go search for that. Uh, I'm on the GoFundMe thing and it'll come right up. But I mean, you know, a, a hell of a talent, man. You know, and he, especially in the 80s, that guy was unbelievable. You know, always had a really high ceiling. And I know there's a lot of guys now that have, have worn that uh, the the single black glove, right? And that to me, to me, I, I'm sure I'm sure there was a lot of people that did that um, before Barry Wyndham. But but for me, you know, Wyndham was always that guy that wore the the one black glove. And I and as a kid, and him being a heel man, boy, I, I just really loved that for some reason. So I, I always uh, I always like Barry Wyndham for for that for sure. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't really dug deep into the bag on Barry Wyndham, and I, I kind of started to whenever I was listening because. I'm an avid listener of Tony Schiavone uh, in his podcast, WHW. And they kind of touch on Wyndham a little bit when we, when they did their whole like um, WCW, like the, the NWA full watch along thing. So he's been in there a few times, but uh, yeah, you, there's not, I mean, about the only, I can't really speak on much of uh, Mr. Wyndham other than I do remember him from watching those nitros whenever I went back and forth. He was always a treat to see in those. Sure. Sure. But uh, what we're really here for today is to give our, uh, if we're going to keep, if we're going to cut loose, or if we're going to put them in a pile of Hang on, thank you. Slow down and grab a hold here. We're moving. We're moving. <laughs> Just, just tell a story. Just tell a story, right? So, I mean, you get, you get, you get on the mat, you put someone in a hold, you just slow it down, you give the fans what they want, right? But look, we got to talk about what happened at IKEA today to me. So, I went, I was on the road today for work. I had to go meet with some people, and I'm coming back, and the traffic is just unbelievable, unbearable. You know, man, look, man, all I wanted to do today was just get on the road, go, go get done what I had to get done, um, listen to some wasp in the car you know i'm a i'm a, I'm a wasp fan you know i love uh, i love the 80s uh, hair metal you know but um I, I just wanted to get in the car and, and do that and and you know come home but traffic was unbearable so i ended up just pulling into an ikea and go, <laughs> going in there and walking around an ikea for a few minutes just to, just to get out of the car and get out of traffic but you know i, I made i made the mistake of go of going into the uh into the uh, restaurant part just to grab a drink and of course, I ended up getting Swedish Swedish meatballs while I was in there too. But you know, I'm at the um, I'm at the the checkout line, and there's this like I'm gonna say she was 130 years old. This this like 130 year old old woman um, was at the so, checkout. So May Young was at uh, IKEA. Dude, uh, May Young was in way better shape than this woman was in. First of all, so her her husband, I'm assuming was her husband, was wearing a a, a Christmas sweater that said um, "Rebel Without a Clause." 
like Santa Claus. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh and I, knew, I knew I was in trouble right away with that. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm there and she's trying to pay. And dude, it's, it is 2022, man. And, and I, I really don't get how people still don't know how to use a credit card. I mean, this, this woman is trying to put the card in upside down. She <laughs> put it in like opposite of where the chip is. And me and the cashier are looking at each other like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and the husband, the husband literally is like, just, just keep trying it. Just keep trying it over and over again. And finally, before I gave that woman a hurricanrana to her death right there in the line, um, the, ca- the cashier finally, um, you know, showed the woman how to put the card in. But like, dude, it, was this, is this your first time leaving the house? Have you never used the credit card before? And, and, and what's even crazier, you know, we, we pay and I'm trying to leave and I get stuck in the line then again from her husband, who is at the fountain, the soda fountain machine, testing all the flavors. Oh, and it's like, my dude, are you a six-year-old? Like, are you, are you a six-year-old? Are you, are you some kind of alien or are you both? Like, I don't understand what's going on here with, with this, uh, with the, you know, trying out all the different flavors of soda. Like you'd never, you'd never been here before or never had any, a drink in your life. So that was, that was extremely, extremely strange to me. And then I got back in the car, um, sat in traffic for a long time, you know, and, and I, I was blaring the, I was blaring the wasp. <laughs> I, pulled up to a, I pulled up to a traffic light and um you know it was there was a bus stop right there at the traffic light and i'm blasting i'm blasting right i mean i had the windows up but i had the radio turned up real loud um and this 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 old black man was on the on the bench waiting for the bus and he gave dude he gave me a look like you you can't get that look from anybody but an old black man and he gave me a look and i reached up and i just turned the radio down <laughs> and that dude he gave me a, a quick nod a quick head nod to me that that's what he wanted and then he rolled his eyes <laughs> and then i i was like i just I just drove away man from there i couldn't there was nothing there was nothing else to do at that point other than just to, just listen to listen to whatever he wanted me to do so that was uh that was my experience coming home which was you know very frustrating and uh you know it also pretty funny that is absolutely fantastic that you literally just got intimidated into turning your music off. I mean, look, I, I'm, I'm not going to argue with that dude. You know what I mean? It's like he's just sitting on the bench waiting for the bus, you know, and he's just like, this fucking idiot comes up here blasting hair metal. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. So, and I was like, you're right. So I'm, I'm good. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Um, I, I still can't get over the lady being so old that there's always keep, one of them that they have they, what's even worse is that they like past a certain age like people have no idea how to use a self-scan and like the self-scans are not hard to use but it's, really, it's, it's really baffling to me that, yeah. that, it, that it is the year that it is and we don't know how to use a self-scan and we don't know how to use a credit card man i mean yeah. I, I don't i don't get it i really don't i'm surprised you didn't try to pull out um actual cash and try to pay an exact change you know it, it was it was definitely worth it to go in there because you can get you can get swedish meatballs in there for literally 25 cents you can get <laughs> swedish meatballs for 25 cents dude i got a, i got a iced tea one piece of garlic toast and eight swedish meatballs and i got it i got out of there for like four dollars and fifty cents and it was pretty great it, there's like none of them around here yeah but... I, don't know, I don't know where the closest one would be to you there's there's, there's I, there's got to be one in Baltimore, I would think, down that way. Yeah, there's probably one in Philly. Maybe, I think, I want to say there's one in, like, the Harrisburg, Mechanicsburg area, but, like, I just, like, never go to Ikea ever. It's fun to walk around. 
you know? Yeah, that's, I, I went, I went to one one time. I went to one in New York City whenever I was visiting my uncle, and it was a lot of fun in there. It was just so, there's just so many people in there. It was insane. I mean, the only thing, the only problem with Ikea is every time you go in there and they have like the little setups for the, you know, for the bathrooms and stuff, you see that toilet man and you're just thinking, <laughs> should I do that right here? And, eh, you know, maybe not. <laughs> there's a reason why they had to put signs up. I'll be telling you that. <laughs> yeah, for people like you. <laughs> I've never, I've never done that, but I've got, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Oh, <laughs> uh, that is great. Well, let's get into our, uh, our, do you want to, do you want to take a look at this card? This, this, this show is coming up this weekend. Yeah. So do you want to talk about that? What did you watch any of that show last night? Dynamite? I, did. I, I did watch the show last night. So I, I think the biggest takeaway that I, it, it that was, that was a great show. It really was a great show. And, and I'm, I'm critical of them, you know, every step of the way for the most part. But I, I think that, like I said before, man, I think they're doing the right thing right now by putting the belts on the people that the fans really want to see. And I got to give them credit for that. You know, I, I'll always give them credit for that. But um, I think that that Ricky Starks promo was the best thing that he has ever done in the wrestling business. Amen. Um, and I don't I don't know whether or not MJF helped him with that. I, I mean, it, I, if he did, then that's great. You know, and everybody's working together and trying to help each other because that's what this is supposed to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Everybody's supposed to be helping each other. And, and that's why I have such a problem with the with the hangman pages of the world that have that have, you know, a reputation, whether justified or unjustified about not taking advice. I mean, dude, you're not good. So take advice from people who are or have been right. We all should be working together here to, to create this. This uh, this this awesome industry that that everybody loves, you know, and I think that promo last night with with MJF and, and Ricky Starks, man, I, I wanted to stand up and clap when those guys yeah, were done. For real, I I literally almost did that. It was absolutely fantastic. The best that it, that's exactly what we've been saying back and forth to each other that like we want something like a, a person like Ricky Starks to come in and face MJF, and it was yeah. it was perfect, like absolute chef's kiss to. Ricky Starks, he's and now and now that match actually means something for next week. Yeah. And I'm fully invested in that match now. Absolutely love Ricky Starks because we were watching him back whenever power started. I mean, I was gonna say that too, that, that you and me and in in uh you know Bob Winters were were all huge Starks fans whenever mm -hmm. he was on when he was on those shows. And it was funny because we were comparing him to The Rock. Um, you know, how long ago was that? Three years ago, four years ago, probably. Four, yeah, Maybe, like four years ago now, that, you know, but um, it's funny that he called him, I, I used to call him trailer park rock and, and MJF time <laughs> store Dwayne. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty funny, but I mean, I thought that they just, they hit it out of the park with that, man. That was unbelievable. It's almost like people are lit or honing in on our, uh, our <laughs> group chat and they know like they're listening. Yeah. Give me the book, man. Give me the book. I'll, 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 I'll run with it. I'll, I'll give you what you want with the book. But, um, I thought the acclaim match. Um, I know everybody had their suspicions that FTR was going to win the belts last night, but I think that that they they did the right thing, man. They've they've got to beat those teams. And I think the acclaimed um, is is hot as hell right now, man. And they got to they got to get clean wins over over FTR, and they've got to get clean wins over the Young Bucks. If you want to make them, if you want to make them who they who they could be, then the Bucks have got to get on their back for for the acclaimed. And 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 I'll hold. You know, I'll hold my breath until that happens, but I really hope it is because I thought that, that them going over clean over FTR was pretty great. I so yes, I was one of the people that were hyping it up that FTR was going to win last night, and once they once the match was over, it kind of clicked in my head like, well, no, it doesn't make sense for FTR to win because they're literally going to the dome. So 
it's it was kind of perfect so now they can kind of go away they can have this you know the trilogy ending with the briscoes they can go do their thing at the wrestle kingdom and then they can come back and get their unfinished business done and they can take care of the gun club or whatever's happening with them and then they can go want to get those belts because that's what i think ultimately happens and i think that pretty much what we've seen is anybody that is in aew they get like they get like a three-year deal but then there's like an opt an extra like an option year which is what you see a lot in professional sports where they get like a team option or a player option and i would assume that if tony khan was smart he would obviously pick up their option and they would be there for a fourth year so i would assume that we're going to get ftr to get the belts and 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 honestly what you would kind of alluded to this in the in the group chat is that ftr kind of got screwed over with that whole cm punk thing and if you know my spidey senses are tingling and they're tingling saying that punk is coming back. And I think they might run it back with doing if they're it, listen, these guys are smart and I, I would tend to, I don't care what the dirt sheets are saying because they haven't been a hundred percent right to this point at all. So right. they've been saying that they're going to do a buyout and then it's like, well, no, like they're not interested in a buyout. So like they don't know shit. And and Meltzer doesn't know shit. And think, Meltzer is the buyout would have happened already. The buyout would have happened already. They're not just going to sit and pay him for nothing if he's not going to come back or do something like we're because he would be ready by J- the end of January, February. So right around Revolution time, he's going to be ready. So my spidey senses are tingling and saying they figured this all out and they're gonna they're gonna do the big trios deal against. Um, I, I, maybe I'm just fantasy booking this, but. My spidey senses are tingling that they're going to do FTR and Punk, and they're going to do Omega and the Young Bucks, and they're going to they're going to run a big. I mean, that's money. So I, I would love to see it. I hope. I hope regardless of what, on the same page. regardless of what Cornette says, that there's no money in it. I would yes, highly. There, there, there absolutely is. But uh, yeah, I absolutely agree that last night's Dynamite was probably the best Dynamite they've ran in a long time for me. I was actually interested in everything they were doing. And the ratings didn't really show for it. The ratings, they were only 840, I think, is what I saw a little bit ago. So not good ratings. Like, the ratings are really down. The live gates are really down. Not for the big shows. Week, right? What? That's up from last week, I believe. It, uh, yeah, last week, I think, it was in the 700s. Yeah. Um, look, they, they got to just get back to basics, man. And, and, and look, it's not, it's not rocket science, right? I mean, there's, there's people, there's a lot of people that have made a lot of money in this industry over the last you know, hundred years and they've done it. They've done it by not overbooking. Right. I mean, just make it simple. Give people what they want. Give people a reason to believe that somebody hates somebody else. I mean, that's, that's all it is. And, and right. look at, look at how, look at how, how well they've done with Starks over the last couple of weeks. Now we can, we can debate for a hundred years that, that, you know, they killed Samoa Joe initially, they killed lethal initially, they killed Starks, you know, Hobbs, whoever, uh, right away, right out the gate at, at, at times. But, um, they've done a really good job with Ricky Starks over the last couple of weeks. And now, like you said, man, I'm really, I'm really interested to see what happens in that match. I'm assuming MJF is going to win now, yeah. whether or not he, whether or not he cheats to win or it's clean, I don't know, but I think it's going to be really fun to see it. I'm assuming that he's going to, you know, he's going to do whatever it takes to keep the ring. Like the, the ring is his gimmick now. So like there, I don't know if Ricky Starks would be the guy to take the ring from him, but the, 
I just really like it. The only thing that sucks about Starks is that he has gotten hot, but then he gets hurt and then they have yeah. to like backtrack and they got to rebuild him again. That's the only thing that's really held Starks back up to this point. It hasn't been his in-ring performance or his mic performance. He's always had the mic performances. I thought he just yeah. always gets hurt. And so hopefully he keeps a clean bill of health here and they can like do a full, full run with it. Let's see it. Yeah, I would love to see that guy be be a more of a focal point. I mean, I've always, like we said, man, we've always thought that guy was really good. But I thought the, um, I thought the the Samoa Joe and Darby Allen match was really good too, um, for what it was. But I, I think, I thought it was I mean, good man, too. dude, how how good is Samoa Joe when he's in there with somebody smaller than him? I mean, it, he just throws people around, looks like a killer. I mean, he he does mm-hmm. he does a really good job with 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 young with uh, smaller guys. Yeah, he did. He does a really good job. I I was kind of on the fence with him coming back, uh, like. But I, you always get excited when you see Samoa Joe, but I was a little bit worried because he always seems to kind of get hurt too. But he seems to be doing a lot better, and I'm all for it. Like, yeah. let's let's yeah, I'm totally for it. But I I also really like the uh, the stipulation with the with the the um, Claudio Jericho match. And look, it's so dumb, right? It's so dumb. Like if you if I beat you, you have to join our club. <laughs> I mean, that is like the stupidest thing ever, right? But yeah. it's pro wrestling, man. And that's why I love professional wrestling. It's I want to see stupid shit like that. And I think it's it's really funny and it's a it's a it's a great stipulation. And I think it, you know, if so, if I beat you, if I beat you, you have to join our, our club. And that's just so dumb. <laughs> it's so funny. So what are your thoughts on the regal situation? I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that uh I, from it sounds like he wasn't too impressed with how things were going, you know, in, in AEW. And I can't, I can't blame him for that, you know, but uh, going back to WWE, I mean, look, that's where the stability is, right. It's where, that's where he's going to get paid. He's probably not going to have to work as much, at least on camera, you know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't, I can't fault him for wanting to do that, but I, I I'll give him credit for doing the right thing by going out, by getting his ass kicked. I mean, I thought that was, I thought that was exactly the way you should leave a territory, right. You should leave, you should leave a territory by, by losing to somebody. Yeah, if you're going to go out, go out on your back or your face like he did. Uh, but it, yeah, from what it seemed like is that he wants to be back where his son is and his son is in NXT UK, I believe. What's and his son's name? Do you remember? No, I don't. I, don't it's, I, I can't remember it either. But he but he can't be, as part of their deal, he can't be an on-screen character until 2024. Okay. So he can be there doing, and they already said, like, that's what, that's what, that's why Triple H put out that uh that war game whenever they did war games he did the whole like uh regal montage of saying war games that was like him like signifying like we got regal back yeah and apparently that pissed con off but no whatever yeah i mean feelings are going to get hurt so but but they, they gave the rundown for this card just coming up this weekend this final battle thing and and you know I, I'm not a real big fan of of how the ROH stuff has been presented on AEW, and I think it's well, I think it's a contributing factor for why the ratings are down. Um, but to, I, this card is not this card is not great. I, I and I just I just don't I don't think it's very good. No, well, to add to that, um, Khan said yesterday that he has heard the audience and they are moving away. They're moving in the direction of keeping ROH off of. AEW regular television and I yeah. think that that's because they figured out the TV deal I think that they got whatever they're doing with TV streaming or whatever it's going to be announced after the show on Saturday night I don't I don't think they should be on TV I, I don't I, think it should be either I think it should just be streaming or whatever like yeah yeah uh, because they're going to be bad ratings and you gotta you gotta stop 
you got to stop this this fantasy that they're not AEW developmental. They need to be AEW developmental. Yes, it, it should, should be. be AEW's Ring of Honor. Yes, is your, your Ring of Honor Ring of Honor Wrestling presented by all by AEW or whatever you want to call it? Right, it can't be a standalone promotion. No. It needs to be All Elite Wrestling's Ring of Honor or something. And, like, and or... What was interesting too, I, I I was catching up on NXT the because I for whatever reason like I don't I don't watch NXT every week. I watch like. I watch it like every two or three weeks, and then I'll watch two or three shows in a row in the same in the same sitting. So last night I was catching up, and I forget what episode it was recently. But even I even caught Michaels saying last night that that their job in NXT is to develop superstars for Raw and SmackDown. Now that is a, that is very much a a different turn than what it had been with Vince there. You know, the mm-hmm. last couple of years where they were trying to present that as a third brand and not as a developmental territory. You know, whatever you want to call it, because it is. It is developmental, and and there's yep. nothing wrong about saying that. So oh. I, I don't I don't know why we're playing this game that ROH isn't isn't the isn't the feeder into AEW. It it, it should be right. <laughs> so I no, I hundred percent agree. Well, they were also saying too. I I saw today that I think today was the NXT like post or the media call or whatever, and apparently Sean said that like. I get no direction from Triple H. Like, I'm just supposed to create these stars and get them ready for the big time. Like, he doesn't call me every week saying, like, are you doing this, this, and this? He's like, I literally don't hear from him. And this is all, all of our work here is done by all of us here in the Performance Center. Like, we're not, we're not getting direction from the main roster anymore, which is a great sign. Like, I, I, the WWE, like, they're, they're on, they're they're on one right now. Like, they're, they're coming. 2023 is going to be a huge, I'll get to that in a second, but 2023 is going to be a huge year for WWE, and I, I think so. they're going to kill I, I it. Hope so. Yeah, I hope so. So, but yeah, this card, uh, we got Jericho versus uh, Claudio Castagnoli in a singles match for the ROH World Championship. If Castagnoli loses, he will have to join the Jericho Appreciation Society, which we I, already I touched it. on that. I, it's I love this. I love the stipulation. I don't know if I care about the match, but but I do. I do love the. Uh, I love the stipulation. I think I care to just to see what happens with that afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Daniel Garcia versus uh, Wheeler Yuta in a in the ROH Pure title. Um, I, I mean, we. I'm not a big Yuta fan. Yeah. Uh, I like to see Garcia, but I mean Wheeler doesn't really do anything for me. I, I like both of them a lot. I think they're both extremely good prospects. Um, but I don't know why Hook is not in that match. I don't know why. I don't know why that's not a match with the two of them and, and Hook. I don't. I don't get it. Hook should be on this card. He yes. should like whoever like Hook should go face Jericho. It should be Hook and Jericho wins. in the main event. Yeah, I agree. Um, Mercedes Martinez versus Athena for the ROH Women's World Title Belt. Insert fart noise. I, I mean, mean, dude, I, have they done anything with either one? I, I didn't even know they were even wrestling each other. No, I haven't heard anything. I, didn't I, even I guess they're doing something on Rampage. On their, I, I, huh? I didn't even know Athena was on the roster. Well, I think she's doing a lot of stuff on uh, Rampage and YouTube. Okay. Which is why we don't know because we don't watch that. Uh, then we got Juice Robinson, or we got, yeah, Juice Robinson versus Samoa Joe for the world television title. That is actually that's an interesting matchup. I don't like, I don't mind Juice, and I like Samoa Joe, but I mean, meh. I mean, I, I tell I, you I'm what, not, I'm not a Juice Robinson fan, but I'm I'm interested in the match because I, I I think right. it, it'll be it'll be pretty good. Uh, here comes an absolute turd of a match, Swerving Our Glory 
versus Shane Taylor and JD Griffey in a tag team match. Talk about like the biggest dud of a match you can probably think of is anything with Shane Taylor in it. Well, I'm glad you said and, and, I, and I'm, I'm glad you said JD Griffey's in it because that's the first time I've I've ever heard the guy's name. And they keep they just keep saying Shane Taylor Enterprises and showing this guy's picture. And I'm like, who the hell is the other guy? Well, I yeah, I I couldn't even tell you because I didn't even see it last night. I I I don't I I I've seen enough Shane Taylor, which is I've seen like maybe two matches of his, and I instantly just tuned it out. No, I don't ever need to see Shane Taylor in the ring ever again. So I mean, no. I, I mean, aren't these aren't these the exact same teams? You've got you've got a, a, <laughs> a smaller guy that does all the work and in a, yeah. in a, in a guy that can't move that just a big slob clogs up the damn ring. I mean, who gives a shit about this match? I yeah, mean, look, no one cares. I like Swerve and I and I like Keith Lee a little bit, you know. But it's like, dude, they can't do anything. So are these are these two just going to lay on each other in the corner while Swerve does a bunch of kicks? I mean, who gives a who gives a shit about this? I don't know. I, I they need to get. I'd like to see Swerve and Keith like officially break up and then they get, you know get Swerve away from Lee because I yeah, really like have, Swerve. Have Swerve kick his ass and then have Keith Lee go go be a coach or something. Or yeah, go back to WWE for all I care or whatever you want to do. Dude. Just like I, I, I've seen enough Keith Lee. I really like, I like, the problem is I like Keith Lee, but like, I don't know. I, I always get really excited. And then whenever like the match is over, I'm not as excited anymore. Right. Uh, then the big one is FTR versus uh, the Briscoes in a double dog collar match for the tag team championship. This is the, uh, the rubber match for this feud. And I, I'm, I'm, I would, I'm excited for that's like the only match I'm super excited for on this card, other than like the stipulation for Jericho and Claudio. But like, this is what you're, this is what the show is meant for. I'm really interested in this too, because I, it, it could go a couple different ways. So if you, if you have the Briscoes win that match and win the belts, um, that obviously means that they're going to be around and they're going to be a part of the ROH scene for however long moving forward, which well, I think is what's nothing interesting. What's interesting here is that they're not called the Briscoes on this. They're called on the what the on fan sided right now that we're looking at the card. It says FTR versus Dem Boys. I mean, but but, but I mean, are we doing a rebrand? I don't I don't know. I don't know because well because the the car the um, graphic that I saw said Briscoes, but maybe they want to repackage them as Dem Boys so that the Briscoes isn't as harsh of a term on TV or streaming or whatever. Sure. Maybe. I don't know. I'm excited to see that. So, like, is a double dog collar, like, is one tag partner tied to another tag partner, like, the uh, the opposing tag partner, or are they, like, oh, yeah, in, like, I, a four-way square dance? I, yeah. I In my head, when they initially said it last night, I was thinking that it was one and one, right? Where, like, one of FTR and, and one I was going to say, the, because if all four was, are tied together in some way, like, that's, oh, that's just, like, asking right. for someone's head to get taken off. I mean, I'm interested in seeing it. You know, I don't know if I love the if I love the double dog collar thing, but I, I mean, I think the match will be fantastic. I like the idea of the dog collar, but I, I'm just afraid because we've already done how many dog collars now in AEW? I don't want I want the dog collar to feel like a special like a, a special stipulation or a special match. But we've what this is like the fourth one now that we've seen in like what two years, two three I don't years. Even know. I don't even. I don't. Know. Know. I, I don't. Want, I don't want to do it too many times because then it doesn't mean as much when you do it again. So, sure. Um, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the final battle card. Are you are you, you going to watch that? Are you getting the show? No, I'm not going to be home 
on it's the the wife's uh, birthday weekend so i okay not so i mean for me it'll be it'll be a game time decision for me too whether i'm gonna do it i, I you, don't know I, do I haven't it. decided yet you'll do it i probably if, if i'm a, if i'm available to do it i'll do it but i, <laughs> I don't know if i'm gonna be around if, if i am I'll, I'll i'll get it that's uh, the same that's also the same day as the is the nxt show i believe um and that nxt show should be pretty good they, they've done a pretty a pretty good pretty creative job of building up the breaker and apollo cruz feud for the for the title they've done a pretty good job with that over the last couple of weeks so i'm kind of excited to see where they go i'm, I'm assuming breaker's gonna win and he, and he should but um apollo cruz is a guy i thought was always really good and really talented so i think um i think that match will be pretty fun for a main event yeah i haven't watched nxt since they did the rebrand so i <laughs> i got nothing for you on that one either i sound like the worst wrestling fan of all time well, look, man, I, I didn't watch it for a long time either because it was terrible. It was really it was hard to get through. But now it, for the last couple of months, I've, I've started watching it again um, relatively regularly. And, and again, I, I, like I said, I don't watch it every week, but I'll, I'll try to catch up with it when I do watch it. Um, and I think I think it's 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 pretty safe to start watching it again um, if you've got time to do it. It's It's been pretty consistently good. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard it's been consistently good. I just, I, I just haven't gotten like into it. Are they still? Is it still a two-hour show? Uh yes. Man, I really like those old, uh, those old days of uh, the network when it was just an hour. Yeah. The only, the only problem with that is you'd go five weeks without seeing FTR, you know, stuff like that. So it, it was, it's a little hard to to get everybody in. Yeah, that's true. But uh, all right, well, uh, you want to hit our uh, our mid card here before we get to the main event later on with the what, big uh, reveal. Yeah, what's that? With the big reveal or the the big announcement? You go ahead, man. It's all it's all you. You go for it. Uh, so the the big announcement is that we are going to be doing uh, the holiday show, which has been something that we've been kind of talking about here already on the on the pod. But what we want to do with the holiday show is that. We want to have beautiful Bobby winners or the same crew we had on for the Halloween show want to come back. And then we want to, you know, exchange gifts and our gifts are going to be anything wrestling related. They're going to be matches or skits or anything like that that you could bring. And you're going to gift where that's going to be your gift to the show. Uh, or, and then we're going to meld that into a award show, the Podski, the first ever, the first annual Podski award show and basically the award show will be um we have a lot of categories that we want to go over so if i miss anything please let me know uh but uh, we're gonna do a best moment of the year um women's wrestler of the year men's wrestler of the year tag team of the year gimmick of the year feud of the year best return of the year um this is going to be more on your side of things here andretti uh but best men's prospect best women's prospect uh best unsigned men and women's prospect um pay-per-view of the year or premium live event of the year uh the guilty pleasure of the year which i could you elaborate on what exactly the guilty pleasure of the year is um it could be like a uh <laughs> does it have to be this like year that. related or could it be something it that be like, we watch like it could be like like Yano and in, in okay. somebody like that that you're just like man I root for this guy and I know he's a a, a, a jerk but I, I always you know just <laughs> just like what it, what is somebody that you really root for like I think Orange Cassidy is a guy that kind of fits that bill too you know something like that Hook for sure that's my that's my vote 
then we got a weekly show of the year that'll be like not like a specific like weekly show like a, a specific date of a show but like the brand of the show so it could be like a raw or smackdown dynamite rampage uh commentator of the year podcast of the year i think we can already assume which podcast wink <laughs> wink uh, will be on that list uh figure of the year that's one that we're i'm really excited to get into because you and i are both really into figures and i'm sure that you're going to pick some things that i don't even have on my list uh, but i only have two right now so um but uh, we also have move of the year or maneuver of the year um match of and match of the year is going to be the big one uh at the end and then we're gonna do a uh bonus part of that as well where we're gonna induct wrestlers into the podski wrestling hall of fame so uh not sure how we're gonna do that yet don't know if we're gonna do one person each or if we're gonna do three each if we do three each it might turn into a, a shit show so i think we should do um or we could do three all together that we vote on um we should hand out votes to people to send back to us <laughs> okay <laughs> like um uh like it's like the mlb like hall of fame or whatever where like people send out votes to people and then you got to send your card back in or your votes back in and then that person gets on the ballot what, what if we just got, grabbed a phone book and just sent a thousand <laughs> letters out to uh, to anyone in the country <laughs> And we're like, Agnes, who do you think is the best tag team of the year? <laughs> and you have to vote between these three people. Please get back to us by tomorrow and tell yeah. us who you think. <laughs> Please respond within 72 hours. <laughs> oh, my. But that, yeah, that is the big, that was the big announcement that we wanted to do tonight. And, um, but I, I'm really excited for that show because I've, I've had a list going here for, uh, that I put together today and it's a deep list. And I think that we're going to get some really good stuff between all three of us. Sure. Uh, all right. Well, our main event here tonight is going to be the, we're going to be looking at the women's roster for AW. It's going to be the same exact thing that we did two weeks ago. We're going to say this, whoever this wrestler is and are we keeping them on the roster are we shipping them out to go get work somewhere else or just hit the road because you absolutely are the shits or are we repackaging you or are we working with you? So um, very first one on our list is an interesting one is uh, Abaddon. What do you have for Abaddon? I, I think keep. I, I know she's been injured, but she's she is super unique. Um, and you got to have characters, man. This is, it should be vaudeville, right? And she's, she just is so unique that, that she can work with anybody. She never needs to win matches. She never needs to win a belt. I think it's definitely somebody to keep. I think she's someone to keep as well. Um, speaking of whether or not she has to win or lose her career record is 38 and three, and she hasn't lost a match this year. I don't know if she's wrestled this year, but well, um, she has a wrestled on national TV, but she's definitely on the YouTube show. I, I, I would not have, I would not have thought she was 38 and three. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty funny. That is, it is incredible. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with everything you said there. She needs to be, you need unique characters and not everyone can look, not everyone can have black trunks, black boots and, you know, a goatee and, a vest like no and not everyone can look the same so it, when there's variety that's okay she doesn't ever need a belt she can just be that weird dead girl that does whatever so 
I think she she looks like a threat. I don't understand why they don't use her more. Yeah, I think she's been I think she's been hurt for a while. Yeah, I think she was hurt, but I think she got better, and I think she lost a lot of weight too, from what you can. I mean, from at least from her Twitter. So well, we know, I don't we know. know Bobby Winters is a big fan of hers. Yes, he is a big. He is a huge fan of hers. <laughs> uh, so I think so. We're both going to keep uh, Abaddon. Um, next is Anna J. What are you doing with Anna J? I mean, it's tough, man, because she she's a great prospect. She's got a great look. She's she's okay in the ring, but. I don't know if she's gotten much better in a long time. Um, and I don't know what the, I don't know what the reason is for that, but um, I, I think that for her sake um, in, in her career, you gotta, you gotta cut her loose and let her go work Indies and, and grind and get on the, and get on the circuit, man, and go make, go make towns and find out whether or not you really want to do this. And if you're going to get better at it, because I think, I think you're doing her a disservice by keeping her where she's at. I think that's why they put her in the Jericho Appreciation Society to see like what she really does have, because I don't think she's gotten better at all. She has a really good look until she opens her mouth and then it's just like nails on a chalkboard for me. Um, I just she just hasn't gotten much better in the ring. It's always like sloppy and choppy and. uh, I'm torn on this one. I think we put her in the workable pile but not you know i i wouldn't say she's a guaranteed throw in to stay on the roster yeah um next is a uh, aqa um i don't know if she's worked much on dynamite um but the reason why i know who she is is because when i when we were doing uh you know like quarantine or pandemic you know whatever you want to call it i i was watching a hell of a lot of wrestling and I, I remember her being on those um, those reality of wrestling shows because she's she's one of Booker T's one of Booker T's trainees, I believe. Um, and she was really good in in reality of wrestling. I thought she was really good. Now I haven't seen her I haven't seen her do anything since then since she got signed. But I, what, from what I remember of seeing her, I thought I thought she was really talented. I would assume that somebody that went to Booker T school has to be really well trained, and yeah, you know, I. I mean, she's only had seven matches in AEW, and you know we probably only have seen, you know, two of them on Dynamite. So I don't think I don't think I a, ever have. I remember seeing her in a match. I think they put her in there with Britt. I think I can't remember. They put her in there with somebody big. Um, but you know, I I think that you know, she's she's going to go in the workable pile just because we don't have anything to really base it off of. Yeah, again, I'm I'm only going off of what I saw from her three years ago. So in, in or two or three years ago, where I thought, wow, this girl's pretty good, you know. And I thought I thought she was somebody that was definitely going to get going to get signed by either WWE or or AEW. So when when AEW signed her, I was pretty happy about that. But I just haven't seen her. I don't I don't know what I don't know why she hasn't been on TV or done anything. Yeah. Um. Uh, so next is Athena. Well, apparently she's got a big match this weekend, which I didn't know anything about. Um, I mean, look, the the finisher move is fantastic, um, but I don't know, man. I, I, there's there's times where I think she's really good, and there's times where I think she's a shits, and I don't I don't know I don't know what to do. So I'm going to put her in the in the work with uh, workable pile. I think you really hit the nail on the head there. Like you took the words right out of my mouth. Like she, her finishing move looks really good, and it's sometimes you see it, and it's just like wow, like she's really good and then the next time you're like 
what in the hell are we doing? Um, <laughs> so I, I think that, you know, I think you, since she has a bigger name, since obviously she was in the WWE as Ember Moon, I think you keep her on the roster um, just because she's probably made plenty of the towns and she's, she knows she's has, she has experience. And that's what a lot of this, this is what we're going to get into a lot with this part of the roster. I believe is that this, the women's roster is deeper than you'd probably expect. However, it's very inexperienced. Right. And they need the work. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep Athena. Okay. Uh, but next is the big one, Dr. DMD, Rip Baker. I mean, she could be the face of that, of that division for the next 10 years. If they, if, oh, they yeah. wanted, if they wanted to do it, she could be the face of it for the next day. She's, she has gotten extremely good over the last couple of years since she was in NXT, she's put mm-hmm. a hell of a lot of work in, man, on the mic, especially on the mic. And in the, in the ring, too, she's phenomenal. She's she's a top five, a top five, maybe a top three female competitor in the world. And I and I I I you know, and she's a she's a Pittsburgh fan too. You know, I'm a I'm a Steeler Homer and a and a Pirate fan and a Penguins fan too, you know. So I gotta I gotta love on her for that too. But I think and she went to Penn State too, which is funny. Um, but um I think um I think slam dunk, dude, she's a slam dunk top three competitor in the world. Oh, I 100% agree. She, I remember when I watched the uh, All In show, and she was in that first match that that um the women's Fatal Four Way match, and it was like, who is this? I I had like I had already known that she was Adam Cole's girlfriend, and she has just like if you watch that match and then watch a match of hers today, the um amount that she's gotten better is so noticeable like it's just even in the look like it's noticeable she's a slam dunk home run talent that well AEW should absolutely not let go um she should absolutely be the face of this division for eternity as long as the company's going she should be a part of it um, but next is uh, the bunny, and I am gonna pop whenever I hear you say what you might say about her. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> I mean, look, man, I'm I'm sorry, but it's it's just she's been there for three years. I don't know what the hell for, other than being somebody's wife. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I know I know you know you want to you want to keep her around because she's somebody's somebody's wife, and you want to make things easier for the family, and, and I completely understand all of that. I don't know what the value is. If, if they're whatever they're paying her, it's too much. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I, I'm going to go work, go work in Maryland championship wrestling. Uh, I, uh, so I'm going to keep bunny, but I'm not keeping her for her wrestling. Uh, she is really good for, you know, helping butcher and blade and being in a part of that whole look. That is okay. But her matches are really bad. So, you know, she's going to stay on the roster, but it's not as a, she's not going to be on the working roster. She's going to be on the managerial roster. Uh, next is Emmy Sakura or Sakura. Um, yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't seen a ton of her, but, but I remember when the matches I did see of her, it, it, I feel like it's been a little while since we've seen her on TV. Is that right? Yeah, she was uh, really big early in the division. That she was a lot of a part of, the, of that. Um, she's good. She's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, she's not bad. Uh, she's um, the one that does the Freddie Mercury stuff. I- I'm good with her. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, I-, I remember her being pretty good whenever I saw her. So yeah, I think I think it's worth keeping her. 
I think it is too. Um, not much to say to her or about her other than, you know, she's, I think she's a DDT, um, alum and all that. So, um, I think that's kind of what happened to her during the pandemic. She went back to DDT, which is totally fine. Um, but, uh, next is the, uh, the Fox, Hikaru Shida. I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit worried for her because I don't know, I don't know where she kind of fits in at this point but but mm-hmm. she's just really talented um and i think you know she got a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger over the last like maybe maybe like year year maybe year and a half two years um when she was champion i thought she was awesome and she yeah. was a, was a really good champ but for some reason she's just really lost steam um since she lost that belt um and it kind of it kind of felt like the fans kind of weren't really in her corner as much as they were before um and, and look maybe maybe i hate to say this but maybe she was maybe she was champ at the right time you know where where the, the, yeah. the wasn't really great when she was the champ but she held that belt for a long damn time man and she, she was she was really good. good as champion she's i really good. liked her she, as champion i mean i I, th- I hope that she can get back you know some of the steam that she had before because i do think she's really talented so yeah that's that's somebody that i would keep but from an aew standpoint i am a little bit worried about the what they're doing with her and, and if whether or not they're going to use her effectively and if they're not going to do that and there's no plan for her, then don't keep her and just have her get her ass kicked i mean get rid of her at that point you know but if she's somebody that could be an upper mid card, you know, lower, lower uh, main event talent that can kind of float, you know, back and forth at this point. And maybe, maybe she is a main event person, but I'm, I'm a little concerned about the direction for her. But I, I think that she's really talented. Well, I think she has the most wins out of any. Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. I spoke too soon. I, I tried to scroll down to see who had the most wins in, in the women's division and she is in second. But um, I, I, she was fantastic during that pandemic and did i believe didn't she get hurt or serena deep get hurt after that championship and then they did that feud afterwards that was just way too long and drawn out like that's where i think that it killed her they they do these things where after these baby faces are champions that they put them in a feud afterwards but then they drag that feud out way too long and then they just kill him dead so i I think you keep Hikaru Shida. She just needs to be more relevant on television. You need to see her more often. Yeah. Uh, next is the TBS champion, Jade Cargill. I mean, I don't, I, I, I have so many things to say about Jade Cargill. I mean, just from a, from a presentation standpoint, I mean, dude, she's one of the top in the world. She mm-hmm. looks so good. I mean, she, she looks like an ass kicker. She's got attitude. She's got a really unique look. Um, she's getting better, you know, in the ring, they're, they're, they're doing the right thing by not rushing anything with her. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, dude, if she, if she comes around and keeps working hard and, and keeps developing, she's going to be one of the top women's superstars in the world. I 100% agree. I think that you, you could use somebody like Jade. I think she appeals to a alternate audience that you wouldn't never get like with eyeballs on like you, you when they did the shack thing, that was really cool that brought some eyes on her but then this bow wow thing i don't know if bow wow is probably the right person but you're bringing in a new audience that doesn't like the the culture that will say they uh i personally i can't speak on it i'm white as a ghost but um they will will gravitate towards somebody like her because she has an, an unbelievable look she like she it looks amazing that is like the kind of like that is the kind of audience that you want to get to hook into your 
like that can really grow your product and get them in the mainstream. And, you know, if they do something like that, right, like they could really skyrocket like this company and the division. It's just about getting the right thing at the right time and all that jazz. So she, but, she looks, she looks like a professional wrestler. Correct. She looks better than a professional yes. wrestler. Like she looks like she was literally built in the lab. Yeah. And she, she is awesome. I, I give her that she is getting better. Uh, and then and they don't need to rush her. Just keep letting her go out there and have these matches. They don't have to do anything crazy. And at some point, you know, that she will lose, and that doesn't have to be the end of her as long and as man, you... think, think about you know, we were saying about um, about how much better Britt Baker got, you know, in, in a pretty short amount of time. But I mean, look at look at where Jade got just from a confidence yeah. standpoint, man. I mean, for real. She, she's ready to go out there and get on a mic and just tear everybody to pieces at this point, you know? And, and when she first came out and she got on the mic, she was, she was a deer in the headlights, you mm-hmm. know, but she's really worked hard to get where she is and that you got to, you got to give her all the credit in the world for that. Absolutely. Tip of the old cap to Jade. She is gotten really, really good on the mic. It's, she's really, fantastic. it's, really, cool. it's really cool to see it. Right. When, when it you is. see people that want to be good at this, right. Cause, cause look, man, it's, 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 it's fantasy, right. It's fantasy sports, you know? So it's like, it's kind of, it, it's got, you got to have your own niche for, for somebody to want to be good at, at, at what this is. Right. So when you, when you're able to find a person like her, that really wants to be good at this and, and, and be good at this like niche thing that is a, uh, you know, this niche industry. I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome to see, man, when people go all in and they, and they really work hard and they get better every week and they, and they really put the time into what they want to do and they want to be the best in the world. It's mm-hmm. really fun as a fan to see that. And, and I, I feel like Jay Cargill is that person. Yeah, no, absolutely agree. hundred percent. Um, and, uh, moving on to the AEW women's world champion, Jamie Hayter. What do you got for Hayter? I know you, you guys were so down on her, and I've been on her day one. I've been preaching in our you group have. chat that Jamie Hader is awesome. And you, you guys shit all you guys shit on me all the whole entire time until this championship match. And I just had to get that out there because I didn't I just I had to I wanted just to prove that I was right. <laughs> you were you were you were 100 percent right. And, and the thing too, like when, when she first came in, I thought that she was a little clunky in the ring. Um, but man, I'll tell you what, you, again, you got to give, you got to give Tony Khan credit for putting the belt on somebody that everybody was behind. And for whatever reason, man, she caught fire and she looks really confident in her matches and she's pretty good on the mic and she can work a really kind of like, kind of like solid, believable style in the ring where, where everything looks real with her. And, Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that that she's an excellent prospect. The, the only thing I don't like about Jamie Hader is I think her gear sucks. And I think they need to get they need to get better <laughs> gear for her. But from a from a, a, a wrestling standpoint, um, I think I think she's somebody that they that they kind of just caught fire with. And I don't know, I don't know if they thought they were gonna get that with her. I, you know, when they when they signed her, I don't think they had big plans for her to be, you know, a, a future world champion. You know, but but that girl's really done a great job. And, and I think uh I think that they they've kind of caught lightning in a bottle with her. And again, hats off hats off to them for, for seeing that and putting the belt on her right away. And I think that, that match with Tony Storm was really good. And I've been very critical of Tony Storm, but but she did business with with Hader and put the belt on her. And I was really happy to see that. Yeah. And um out of that UK group of women, like the I don't know what you'd call them. Um, but like the the big three basically were Brie Peace, Brie Pe- Priestley. Sorry, good lord. Is um, she hurt? Is she in, I haven't seen her in a long time on, on NXT. 
I have no idea. Uh, but it's her and Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter. And out of those three, if you would have told me three years ago that Jamie Hayter was going to probably be the best prospect out of all of them, I would have probably t- called you a liar. I agree. But, um, because I mean, I really we all thought kind of Tony Storm was the dead ringer. I'm not saying that Tony Storm isn't great, but you know, Bree Peace Priestley was already like the um, she was already way ahead of them, and she's way below now. And I think that's just because she, did, I I guess she did get hurt. But um, Jamie Hader, as good as she's gotten in a short amount of time, and how believable she looks and all that. Like her first couple of matches were not. I will say they weren't good, but I fully was believing and on her from the beginning. Yeah, you were. And, sure. uh, speaking of somebody else that we've been on from the beginning, uh, this next one is Chris Statlander. Yeah, well, you know, I, I feel bad for her for a couple of reasons. So number one, obviously, she hasn't had very good luck, you know, with the injury thing. And it's it's really tragic to see that when you see somebody that could be a, a main event talent that just keeps getting banged up. But um, from a, the, another reason why I feel bad for her is because I feel like Jamie Hayter's kind of taking her spot because yeah. because Statlander really is kind of like that that the really strong girl right in the in the division where she's able to throw people around and, and do power moves. And, um, you know, she was in there just kind of being an ass kicker um, and, and being kind of that fit for the division. Um, and now kind of Jamie Hayter is doing that, you know, so she kind of she kind of has her has her uh, has her spot, so to speak. I think, um, you know, hopefully she'll get she'll get healthy here and be able to get back in the ring. Um, the gimmick is is stupid just to put it to put it lightly, you know, but she's got to get rid of uh, the alien shit has got to go. It's stupid. But well, other, I don't think she's that, the alien. She's not. She doesn't do the alien thing anymore. She quit oh, that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, she's like her thing is now. She's more than a woman, like a China that, style type. Okay, well that's great. I didn't even know that. So that they that they even they're even ahead of me on that. So so that's, yeah. that's, uh, <laughs> that's really good. But look, hopefully she'll get. Hopefully she'll be able to get back in a ring soon and be able to contend. Because I remember years ago, you know, you and me and, and everybody else having conversations about you know this division is going to be is going to be Statlander and Brett you know, going forward and, she, and, and probably, she, and probably uh, Sheeta, the three of them were probably going to be the ones leading the division, but mm-hmm. you know, hopefully Statlander can get, can get healthy here and get back to get back to speed because she's pretty good in the ring. She's strong as hell, man. I, I, I like her a lot. Yeah. So like when Statlander signed, like she was almost a dead ringer to go to WWE. Like I'm pretty sure she had agreed to terms, but never signed anything, but then she signed with AEW. Um, so like they kind of like, she kind of, um, Khan kind of really stole her away from NXT because I'm pretty sure she was signing an NXT deal when she signed with AEW. And um, what's really hurt Statlander is the fact that her pay-per-view matches have been absolute dog shit. And they're not her fault. It's literally everybody she's been in there with. She's been in there. That revolution match with her and Nyla is absolute hot garbage. And I mean, it's we, could, not... we could say that about everybody who's been in the ring with Nyla. <sighs> Yeah, and and it's not, and the running theme is that it's always a Nyla match. So uh, we'll shit on her soon enough. But sure. um, Statlander, you are 100% right. Hater took her spot. And I think that Hater and Statlander is a really good, like if, because Statlander's coming back here at some point, she her knee's going to be ready soon. So um, I would assume that, you know, that's got to be a match you got to throw in right away. I mean, or maybe you don't put Statlander up against Hater. Maybe you put her against Jade. Maybe Statlander is the one to be Jade. I don't know. But I think that 
I like um, that too. That's a good idea too. But yeah, I, I think yeah, Statlander has definitely has a place on this roster and she should definitely be kept. Uh moving on to uh Leva Bates. What do you got for the librarian? Um, I mean, I haven't seen her on TV in a long time. I don't even know if she's still even there, but um from what I did see of her, I I, I just don't care either way about it. So I mean I don't know. I, I would probably I would probably cut bait with that at this point. I think she does a lot of stuff backstage. I think she does stuff with um like uh booking people for towns and shit. So I don't know. If that's the case, then keep her. I think that's what she does. I'm not sure though. Uh but yeah, I, I'd say like she doesn't need to be on the roster, but like she should if she is good behind the scenes, keep her behind the scenes. Um but uh, next is uh, so I think yeah. So we we were, are you you're getting rid of her, but you're keeping her if she's not a part of the yeah, roster. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So now we got a uh, legit Layla Hirsch. Um. I liked her a lot in the indie matches that I saw with her. Um. I don't know if she's really caught on with the with with the AEW stuff. Um. I do like her. I I really do like her. I I, I just I think you keep her for now. Um, and put her in the in the work with pile, but I mean, I um, she's never going to get any bigger than what she is. So yeah. she's going to she is what she is at this point. Now maybe she'll get better in the ring, of course, but um, you know, I don't know what you do with somebody that that's that's that small. I mean, do they have do they have a ceiling? I would say that they probably do, you know. But I, I would keep her around for right now. Yeah, that's the only thing that really hurts her is the fact that she's literally like four foot tall. <laughs> it's really hard for her to like put her in there with somebody because like she's literally smaller than all the women, but she might be stronger than all the other women. So, sure. um, but yeah, I would say that, you know, we'll put her in the workable pile. Uh, but uh, Madison rain, I'm sure I know what you're going to say here. Look, I, I, I got nothing for her. I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. I've never thought she was good. Um, I just, I, I don't know how much money they're paying her, but it's too much money. So I would I would have never signed her to begin with and never brought her in, but I I think you got to get rid of her. She has no business being on the roster. If she wants to work behind the scenes, apparently she's really good behind the scenes. Totally fine with that. Sure. But again, somebody that doesn't need to be on your roster. That is. Um, speaking of somebody that doesn't need to be on your roster, Mercedes Martinez. I, I liked her in NXT. I did. And yeah. I, I think she's I think she's pretty good in the ring. I remember in that May Young Classic, she was pretty good in there too. But um, you know, time's running out here for her. I mean, she's she's not she's no spring chicken anymore, but um it's it's kind of cool that she's got the ROH belt and, and maybe she'll keep that for a little while yet. But um I I just don't know I don't know how much far how much you know further they they can go with her um on as far as being like a an AEW talent or whatever. But I mean I, I do like her. So for for right now I would I would keep her around. Yeah, I think somebody like that is of her size. You have like you don't they don't make women like that very often. Like she's a very large woman. So like you keep somebody that she looks like an ass kicker. So you, you need women that look like ass kickers. So I, I would Absolutely I would keep does. her and she looks believable. So I sure. I'll we'll, we're gonna keep Mercedes Martinez. Um uh what do you got for Nyla Rose? Um other than she's the world's best peg warmer in um, every single store that you can find. I I get I get the signing. I really do. I understand that you that you want to build this this inclusive community and everything, but um she's not gotten any better. And she's not strong. It doesn't look like she's strong, at least in the ring. She's sloppy. I, I just, 
look, man, I don't, I don't know what to do because what to do with her, because, you know, there, there's people in the wrestling business. Like you've got like a, an Andre the giant or like a Braun Strowman or even a Bray Wyatt, people like that, or Dan House, you know, people like that, that, that are attractions, right. Where, where you, they don't, they don't ever have to have a belt, but they're an attraction that people come to see. Right. And she's not that person. And I, and I don't know if they're trying to make her this, like, you know, this, this, I know they call her the beast or whatever. Um, I don't know if they're trying to make her kind of like that, that person that can work with anybody and, and, you know, is kind of the, the, um, the, the beast that you've got to go through to, to get, you know, to the main event or whatever, but she's not, she's just not good. And, and I, and I don't, I don't know what to do with her other than to just cut, cut loose with her. She's been there for three years. It's time to move on. I 100% agree. She has not gotten any better. Um, I, I, she just is so sloppy in the ring. It, it's, she just is not, I don't know if she looks really good, like whenever they're like going through the matches and stuff before the show or whatever, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, she's like really good." And then whenever the lights come on, she sucks. And it, it, you, there's only so much you can do until you're under the bright lights and the bell rings, and you get in there and you just absolutely shit the bed every time you're in there. Her every single I can't name a pay per view match that she's been a part of, and she's been a part of a lot of them. Too many. Too many to, exactly that she's absolutely nearly killed the person that she's in there with and or has just killed their entire momentum and run like i mean look there, there's there's times where she is unwatchable and, and she, if, that, yes. if, if that's the case then what the hell are we doing yeah i i don't want to you know be you know i don't want to be so hard uh, like on these people but like she is not good like she needs to it, Maybe if Kobe Pro was still a thing, she could go back to Kobe Pro, but like, come on, like, she just has not gotten any better. She has, I, I get the idea of putting her with, um, I, I, I get the idea of putting Vicky with her, but uh, I just, I don't, I, I think it's time to, it's time to cut bait. Yeah. Uh, but uh, now we're on to uh, Paige Van Zant. I mean, I don't even know. Is she still there? I don't even know if she's even still there in training or whatever, but what I, what I've seen of her, I don't like. Nah. So uh, hopefully they're, they've just, they're just keeping her off of TV and, and getting her up, up to speed to where she can look presentable on TV and, and, and look believable and not, you know, not look like she doesn't know what the hell she's doing because she looks like she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. Well, I mean, um, she so didn't I, look, she didn't know what she was doing whenever she was in UFC and bare knuckle and all that shit other than just getting her shit stomped in all the time. So, well, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I guess, I guess keep her on the work with pile for right now because maybe she could turn into something, but I'm, I'm, I'm throwing her a bone by saying that. She is a name. So that is a attraction. Um, but you know, if she gets better, I'm all for it, but she has to show something more than what she's done. And, and I don't expect much from her anyways. So like when she's been out there, you know, it hasn't been Dan Lambert really made the wheels spin on that whole feud. So that's kind of like, if, if she's got a mouthpiece, like Dan Lambert, totally cool with it. But she, I, I, I mean, we haven't seen enough. I mean, she's only had one match. So like, well, we can't really say much. But uh, I put her in the workable pile only because, you know, she's a name and a face. So you can always work with that in wrestling. Uh, next is uh, Penelope Ford. Um, 
she's she's not great either. Um, I think she's gotten a little bit better. Um, to her credit, I think that when she's in the ring with people that are a lot better than her, she looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh man, I don't know. I, I I would probably put I would probably put her in the work with pile at this point. When she's in there with somebody like Britt and all that, she looks fantastic. Um, not fantastic, but she looks really good. So, um, I would keep Penelope, but I'm not keeping her because I because of Kip. <laughs> yeah, that no, that's a good that's a good point too. I th- I think that she's she's worth keeping, you know, separate from separate from her husband. Yeah. Uh, next is Rebel. I mean, I don't I don't know I don't know what she does behind the scenes or if she's got any kind of value other than other than just standing around and, and you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what they, I don't know what to do with her other than, other than, you know, if she's, if she's, you know, working in, in accounting or something, then, then, then so be it. But I mean, if, if, if all she's doing is just hanging out, then get, then there's no reason to keep her around. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I it, she's, she can, she doesn't need another one of those does need to be on the active roster, put her in the, uh, Put her in the managerial pile. Put her in the behind-the-scenes pile. Doesn't need to be anything more, nothing less. Uh, but then uh, Red Velvet. What do you got for Red Velvet? I, I actually like her. I know she's not she's not the biggest you know not the biggest competitor in the world, but she has gotten better. I like her as a heel. Um, I I like her. I like Red Velvet. I, I would keep her around. Yeah, I, I keep Red Velvet around. She, her, and Brandy had a good thing going there for a little bit, and then even Velvet and Britt had a good, had a lot of good stuff going back in uh, during the pandemic and all that. So, um, I, I think you can put Red Velvet. You Red Velvet should be a mainstay on the roster. I think. Yeah. Uh, what do you got for Rio? Um, I think she's better in the ring than what anybody gives her credit for. Um, and I think that, I think that she is unique. Um, I think her gear is, is in the bottom, probably three <laughs> in the world. I mean, it's awful. It I mean, she bottom, looks like an idiot out there. It is it's bottom of the barrel shit. gear. It is bottom I mean, of the barrel gear. Dude, it's bad. But I it mean, whether, if you want to, if you want to she, give her. She would look so much better if she didn't have that shitty gear. Yeah. Like she wouldn't, I don't think she would get as made fun of if she like had like normal human being gear instead of a fairy. Yeah. But yeah, I think you, I, I agree with you. She's better than what she gets credit for. However, she wouldn't get the criticism that she's gotten if she wouldn't have the look that she has. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to keep her up. I'll, I'll put her in, in the, in the work with pile just so we can, you know, get her off TV. And I, I know she's been off TV anyway, but like just repackage that because there, right. there's, there is some talent there. I, I mm-hmm. really do. Think there's some talent there. No, I agree. Put her in. Yeah. I'll put her in the workable pile too. Uh, we only got a few more left. Uh, next is Ruby Soho. Um, I like her. I've always been a fan of her. I liked her when she was on the Indies, even before she went to, before she went to WWE. So I, I think that, I think she's pretty good. She's pretty talented. She's got a super unique look. Um, they haven't used her very well. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I think, I think that she should be kept. I think she should absolutely be kept. She needs to be used. Please put her on TV and not on fucking rampage every week. Put her on like the main show, put her in a big feud for once. She, her and Brit did awesome and they, she can talk, she can wrestle. Like let's, let's put her in something big. And you know, she's got experience too. And, and, mm-hmm. and again, it's another one of those people that when they come on the screen, they look confident. 
Yes. And, that, and that's like, that's really important. And, and I think she's just, she's, she really checks a lot of boxes. So let's, let's do something here. Agreed. Uh, Soraya. Um, oh man, I was excited when they signed her. Um, it's been a little bit of a dud. I, I wasn't even a fan of that match. And, and look, man, I, I know there's probably people that really disagree with me on that, but um, I'm hoping for the best with her that it's going to turn around. But I, from what I've seen so far, I'm just not excited about it all. Um, do do I keep her? Yes, of course I keep her. You know, and, and hope for the best. But um, I have I have not I have not been very impressed with her um, with anything it, up to this point. Uh, I think you 100% keep her. Uh, I am not as down on her as you are. I think I am willing to give her some time, mainly because she hasn't done this for five years. Uh, so I like I want to give her the benefit of the doubt and say like, okay, you probably are a tad rusty. So like, let's give, well, let's let's see where this goes. I mean, she's she was really good in WWE. That has to translate here. And I, and I think that it is going to. She just needs to build her own confidence back up, get back in the ring a little bit more, and she should be fine. She should be somebody at the top of this roster for, for a long time, I would assume. Yeah. Um, but, you know, another thing to add to Soraya uh, from Dynamite, where they're going to find her partner. Um, did you see the other news that came out today? No, I didn't. So they're talking. So her, she's finding a partner for that forum show. Yeah. That's after the first of the year. Apparently, um, Sasha Banks is on the Wrestle Kingdom card. Okay. So, uh, do we? I'm I'm excited for that. Do we think that Soraya might bring Sasha in as her opponent? Because that's going to be a big show. Like that forum show, that's like going to be a big one. So, do we think that might be a thing? You You think it has legs? Sasha, Sasha being her tag team partner? Yeah. I mean, maybe I would. I would be very interested in seeing that. I mean, that would be that would be pretty fun to see uh, to see her on on AEW and and kind of going out and doing her own thing in New Japan and stuff like that. So I'm I'm a fan of Sasha Banks. I, I think that would be really cool to see that. I yeah I I'm we we grabbed the we grabbed the fantasy book and horns there and gave it a whirl. So, but uh, I I I don't know. That's my that I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna throw that in my prediction pile for the future. Uh, but yeah, yeah I'm keeping Soraya. Um, but, uh, next is Serena Deeb. I love her. I think she's, I think she's super talented. She's always been really good. Mm-hmm. Great technical wrestler. Does she, does she ever need to have a belt? No. Um, but she's somebody that is always believable. Looks like they're a threat in every match. She's awesome. She's really talented. Yep. Agreed. Keep in Serena. Then nothing more needs to be said. Just she, yes. <laughs> uh, next is Tay Mello. Um, I, I didn't love her in NXT. And when they signed her to AEW, I was like, what the hell are we doing? But she has gotten better. She's got a, she's got a great look. Um, you know, her, she looks like a heel, man. She really does look like a heel. And I, and, and she's, she's great for the role that she's in right now. Um, I think that she's somebody that is, that hopefully will keep getting better and better in the ring. Um, and she's, she's already pretty good. I think she's already pretty good. So I, I think she's somebody that would keep around. Her problem is, is that she sticks around with somebody like Anna Jay who hasn't gotten any better. Um, and, and I just wanted to throw daggers at Anna Jay, but <laughs> um, uh, she, yes. Um, I guess her before the whole Sammy deal, I really, really, really liked her. 
um now after like this whole sammy things happened i don't know is it i just don't that for some reason man the both of them got go away heat with me i just can't stand the sight of them and that's what they're going for that's what they want you to think but damn did i want to turn the channel when they're on the tv um so i'm gonna put I'm going to put Tay on the heap pile in hopes that, you know, her and Sammy have the ultimate wrestling couple demise. <laughs> so we don't have to see that anymore. Uh, but next is an interesting one. We have, uh, we're down to our final three and two of them, actually all three of them. I'm excited to see what you say about them. Uh, we got Thunder Rosa. Um, look, if it's, if it's true that she's hard to deal with, you know, backstage and in the ring, then you got to get rid of her, just get rid of her. But um she is really good. She's 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 super talented. She's a great wrestler. Um, she's got a great look. You know, she looks unique. Um, so from that standpoint, you know, you you want to have somebody like that that um, that that on your roster as a character. You want to have that. But you know, if if she's somebody that that people don't don't want to work with, or she's got a problem with everything, I mean, then you then you got to get rid of her. So yeah. I, I think this more comes down to you know, what does she want? I mean, does she want to be on the, does she want to be on the roster or does she want to go do her own thing? I, I don't know the answer to that. Right. No, I agree. I think that she, uh, it sounds like 80, it sounds like 95% of the roster absolutely hates her guts and doesn't want to work with her and she doesn't want to work with them. So if that's true, then you got to cut bait, move on. But you know, the if, thing, the thing too, that's interesting about that is that somebody said, I don't know if I read an article or heard on a podcast or whatever, but something about the people that she was friends with, that were working like dark matches and, and stuff like that. And, and maybe even, you know, dynamite matches here and there haven't been used because they're friends with Rosa. And yes, I heard that, that too. kind of pisses me off from a, like, dude, don't, don't, don't slight those people just because they're friends with her. It's stupid. Right. But yeah. Also, I mean, does, does Rosa have that much heat? <laughs> like it's <laughs> like, it's, it's radiated to other people who, who are talented that now they can't get work either because you're such an asshole to people. I mean, yeah, I mean, cool. we're if, if we're talking about like apparently CM Punk holding down, you know, Colt Cabana, like, well, what the hell? Well, why aren't they saying the same things about Thunder Rosa if that's yeah. the case? Because that's way worse. Uh, but yeah, I because yeah, the people, the people that Thunder Rose is holding back, you know, and, and look, we don't even know if this is true or not. This is just something we heard. But mm -hmm. if, it, if it's true that everybody else got got heat because of her heat, those people are good and they yeah. should be on your roster, man. And they and that's a shame that that that, that we're in a place where. I mean, it 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 look, certainly looks like Thunder Rose has got so much heat that it's screwed over other people. So that's not imagine that's not how good. imagine having that much heat. It's crazy, Damn, right? That is insane. Um, but yeah, I think that you know, it, hers is a pending one, depending on your situation for us. Yeah. But I think I think I mean, but she is good, and you should want her on your roster. It's just depending on whether or not she's willing to work with your roster. That should be a hell of a ref. <laughs> uh down to our final two we got tony storm i mean i loved her in nxt and in, 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 like the nxt uk the the may young classic stuff she got she's got an unbelievable presentation you know she's mm -hmm. got a look i mean she's she's good enough in the ring um to to be you know uh, to get over and, and be a fan favorite stuff like that is she great no she's not but but she's she's good enough to be kind of like that that you know main event or upper upper mid card kind of talent that it floats mm -hmm. back and forth i like her i like her enough for sure so i think i think there's definitely a place for her yeah no i really like tony storm i think she's great i think she's in the key pile um she has a, a again she has a unique look um I, I think that booking really killed her because the whole roster went to shit 
you know, kind, not really the whole roster, but the raw, like your champion went down and then you had to crown an interim champion. And I'm not for crowning interim champions. Like if somebody's hurt, you pull the title off them, you crown a new one. Um, but uh, I, I, I really like Tony Storm. Uh, I think she can all, I, I don't think she's quite at her ceiling yet. That just might be me. I think because she's like literally like 26 or something like that. So like she hasn't even hit her ceiling yet. So, um, but yeah, I, I think she's definitely on the keep pile and will continue to grow and be pretty big in this division, I think. Uh, but here's our last one. Uh, this is Willow Nightingale. What do you got for uh, Willow? Uh, uh, you know, from that match from last week, um, I, I, like I said, I just, I tried to go in there objectively with that and, and she's better than I gave her credit for. And, I, and I'm willing to admit that she really is. She's, she's a better talent than what, you know, what I was trashing her in the, in the group chat for, <laughs> for the last couple months, but she's, she's pretty good. I, you know, the, the only thing that I don't like with her is kind of the, the, the kind of jumping around little kid shit with her where yeah agreed look we look, don't I, need that I, th- I, this is going to sound racist as hell and, and i'm really I, i'm really not trying to go for that but i don't need you to act like sapphire in the fucking ring just just be a, a normal person in the ring and do your job and, and don't i don't need all the all the dancing around jumping around like your little kid I, stop just just you're, you're you're pretty talented do your thing I, I think i think she's pretty good so yeah keep her yeah, no, I think she's re- pretty good too. She has something, um, but enough with the little kid stuff. Like we don't, no one, no one wants to see that. Like I get that she's probably shooting for that for the little kid audience, but come on, like Bailey did that for a long time and it got old really quick. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I I like Willow. I think she should stay on this. Re- she should get repackaged as not a you know child loser. Um, <laughs> Uh, but let's 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 put her on the repackage pile and let's get her in a in a real person gimmick and let's see what she can do. Sure. Uh, but that that concludes uh, our roster review. Uh, what's our what's our numbers looking like for the uh, for the women? Um, here, let me let me pull it up here. So you we've got. Let's see. I kept seventeen. You kept. 16 now keep in mind too like there's a lot of people here that we are are keeping but it might not be in a in a like an on-screen presence right so we've i, I abs- had, yeah we've absolutely slashed this roster right so i have i have 17 kept um you have 16 kept in in the work with pile i had six and you had 11 yeah so right, we're working right there's where everybody is yeah, everyone's in the workable pile because listen, there's a lot of bad gimmicks in there. I don't know what you do with them, but somebody needs to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, and I and I packed up the desks and threw all the <laughs> shit out the window for Anna Jay, the bunny, uh, Madison Rain. I, I can't get rid of Madison Rain fast enough. Um, yeah, Nyla Rose and Rebel. Goodbye. Yeah, I said goodbye you right away to all of them. The only the only one that I had written down for you that was a definite get the fuck out of here was Nyla Rose. Well, I fucking hate her. I can't stand her. <laughs> like anytime I see her on, on TV, I turn it off or I every, get up to take a piss. Every time she comes out, I'm just like, I'm just waiting for the moment where I'm going to text you and, and Mongoose <laughs> and, and Winners and be like, Nyla Rose is not good. She sucks. Get her out of here. Yeah. It, it's just a huge disappointment every time she's in a match because she just sucks. But 
it's uh, we i i shouldn't be so harsh to say such mean things about because these people are humans as in the words of uh cm punk these people are humans but um she that no sorry do you want to do you want to rifle through this uh broadcast team real quick uh yeah i might is something is happening where it's like the same of mine it's 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 the website it's It's the the website okay So the commentary team, uh, Alex Marvez can go back to whatever the fuck he was doing before this. I don't know what he was doing before. He's on, he was on Sirius, yeah. I think. He, he, I can't. No, get him out of here. He's got a, a face only a mother would love, so sayonara. Yeah, he's got a face for radio. Um, Alex Abrahente is what you got for him. I wish they would do more with him. I really do. I think he's, I think he's a really talented guy. Um, I, I love him with Penta and, and with Phoenix. So I, I think he's, he's pretty great. He does do uh, the pre, the pre-show uh, stuff on YouTube. Cause I used to watch the pre-show stuff a lot. I don't know if they still do that as frequently anymore, but him and Dasha together, uh, Dasha, but um, th- th- like th- them together was actually a pretty good, like pre-show. It was only like about 10 minutes or whatever that they put on YouTube just to, you know, bring you into the show before it started. Yeah, uh, but he was pretty good on there, and I really like him with um, Penta and Phoenix. They're he's pretty good. Um, Dasha, what are you doing with Dasha? I mean, I don't, I don't know why there's ever a segment on their TV where she's not on the screen. Let's put yeah. it that way. Like, Agreed. I don't know, I don't know why they're not doing more with her, dude. I really don't. I mean, she's super, she's super talented. I mean, she just, she's just electrifying, you know, to, to just visually on the screen. I mean, and look, I'm not trying to be an idiot by saying that, but like, she's, she's a, a, a beautiful woman. So like, and she's good at what she does. I mean, why, why the hell are they not using her more? I have no idea. I, I don't know either. I agree uh, with everything you said. Um, but yeah, you know, they should absolutely have Dasha on TV more. Like if they had something with Dasha and Renee together, I think that would be like a dynamite crew them i don't even know if renee Absolutely. renee doesn't even really need anybody else because renee's really 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 fucking good but um but them together would be a, an awesome crew i all three of these women that are here i'm gonna like kind of go out of order because dasha and lexi nair and renee like them three together is a pretty good like backstage women's lineup it really is it really is because they don't look like stupid idiots like wwe yeah. tends to make you look and they look believable they ask good questions they they can talk and yeah i i think all three of them are keepers so i went out of order but uh we'll bring it back in with uh excalibur i, I look man I, i've gone back and forth with this a lot over over the years but um the other day when we were watching uh survivor series when, mm-hmm. when i was watching that when i was watching that show um, was that two weekends ago or last week? I don't, I don't even remember when it was, but um, I was, I was uh, out of town. So I yeah. still haven't seen that war games match. I really need to watch that. Like, I yeah, really want to watch look, it. Man, but... you know, it, it, it didn't hit me. It, it never hit me until I was watching that show. How much I like Excalibur because yeah. I really don't like the WWE broadcasting. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, why is this not clicking for me? Like, why, why am I not, why am I not enjoying watching this show when there's so many people in that in that promotion that i really like right mm-hmm. and, I'm, and i'm like i'm like why how how the hell is like dakota kai and in io shirai and bailey in this match who are three people that i think are super talented you know with that women's match how the hell are all three of them in there and i don't want to watch this right but then it, it kind of hit me it was like dude i wish excalibur was calling this match 
right yeah. now. So, and, and when I, when that finally, when I finally realized that I was like, that guy's pretty damn good. And I, and I know that I know people give him shit and he, he definitely needs other people around him to kind of support him. Like, like Taz does a really good job with him, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think Excalibur is really good. And and I know there's probably wrestling purists out there that think he sucks and he, you know, take the mask off and all that shit. I don't care about any of that. I, I just, I think that guy's pretty talented. Listen, if you're worried about the mask, you don't see him on TV anyways. And the, the, the amount of time that you see him is literally minimal to the actual show. So it does not matter if he's wearing a it's, mask or not. It, it's maybe, maybe I missed it early on, but like, it's just strange to me that we've never talked about it. Like why, why is, was there never like a, like a vignette or a segment or, or something talking about well, him? They di- well, well, they did talk about it and he kind of got out there and he, he personally, not himself. It was never, it was never exactly explained in a, like a vignette or anything like that, but it, they explained to you through the commentary that he was a wrestler and, um, he kind of like he helped start PWG and all that. And then like he kind of transitioned out of wrestling to the commentary table and he sure. was in gimmick at the commentary table. So like they they did explain that and people just wanted to dump shit all over it because yeah. it was AEW well, from the start. Look, man, we've had we've had mass wrestlers as part of wrestling for what? Jushin Liger, Liger mean, sits at the end of, at the New Japan desk with his, and his mask and on. His mask is a lot more fucked up. Than, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got fucking horns on it. Like this guy's just, just got tassels talking, hanging out the back. Shit on Excalibur to talk shit is all it is because the guy the guy is is really good at what he does, and it's it's a shame that people can't see that. And again, do do you, do you need to have people around him that, that are that can help him out and prop him up? Of course, yeah. But every, I mean, every commentator does. Every booth yeah. needs that. But I, and, think, I, I really think he's doing a good job. I, I agree. And, you know, if we at the start of AEW, I, I guess I was just rose colored glasses like oh, it's, it's Jim Ross again. Like Jim, like Jim is, you know, your childhood uh, wrestling and Jim is just so great. And I think Jim's great. Jim gets a lot of shit, but Jr. is absolutely fantastic. Hall of Famer one of the the if not one of the best if not the best to ever do it and um now that you know jr is starting to transition out of it um and excalibur is in there uh i think that excalibur fills that spot really good and yeah, I, I agree totally with all of that and I, I you know what jim jim is next on our list but i like excalibur and i think you keep excalibur but um like if you, if you would have told me that Excalibur was going to lead the team in four years, I probably would have been a moron and said, no, like not, you're not taking away my JR again, but like, obviously like JR is going to transition out at some point. So Excalibur has done a really good job at taking those initial shows and his initial place in the commentary team and get, and has, I would agree. He's gotten a lot better. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, as I already talked about, J- JR is next. Yeah, so for Jr. for me, um, I'm happy that he's working a, a less of a load because there really are times whenever you listen to him call matches where you can tell he doesn't he he thinks that whatever's going on in the ring is stupid. And look, he's probably right. There, there's a lot of dumb shit that goes on in AEW, but um, I, I like the fact that he's he's not there as much, um, and he's kind of more of like a you you give people you give people a little bit of a break to where whenever he does come on screen. 
Um, and he, he does come in to call a match. Everybody pops, right? I mean, it's, it's yeah. kind of like a, a really cool thing to see, but he does not need to be there every second of AEW TV. No, and not anymore. And you, they've got their sea legs under them. They're a well-oiled machine now. Like they don't need JR to call every single match. And, exactly. um, and when JR comes out, you know, it's a big match. It's a big deal. He gets the big pop and you know that it's, it's not cut in time, basically. Like there it's th- th- like this match is important now. And that's exactly what you need because that's something that WWE doesn't have. They, I mean, they you got Michael Cole on there rambling about you know vintage Randy Orton every single week. Like we we're not we're not gonna talk about we're not gonna talk about Michael Cole because he can fucking die in a fire for all I care. But uh, I fucking can't stand him. If you watch if you watch it on if you watch it on mute, it's so much better. It, it, um, I hate to say that, man, but it really is. Like I, I was watching when I was watching that Survivor Series, I I was like, this is fucking terrible. It's fucking terrible. I didn't even want to watch it. I didn't, it, it, it makes me it makes me not want to watch the product. It really does. I absolutely hate to say that because he is such a really he's a really really nice human being. But listen, like you're not. Everyone says it like he's such a pro and he's so good. And even Jr. says that about him. But like I just I can't I can't stand him calling matches anymore. I've seen backstage working, doing something else, man. He, he was better whenever he had the goatee and the frosted tips. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so speaking of somebody with a goatee and frosted tips, how about uh, the dapper yapper, Justin Roberts? I think he's the best in the business and he's really, really good at what he does. I absolutely agree. They, he is fantastic. He brings um, creativity to it. He brings something that, um, he, he just, he, he does very creative things that makes it fun and you want to see the introductions. Yeah. And yeah. I absolutely love, um, he might, he, he might, he's probably my second favorite behind the, behind Finkel of all time. I think. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to ever outdo the Fink, but, um, Man, Roberts, I, yeah, because Lillian Garcia is really good. If you think about all timers, sure. yeah, she, um, really she was really good. Tony Schimmel was really good, but I think that Justin Roberts fits right in second place there, and I think that's a great. I think if you told that to him, he would be elated. Sure. <laughs> uh, but next is uh, Taz, and I, uh, I'm a huge lover of Taz. So let's hear what you got. Did you are okay? So you already gave your 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 opinions on Lexi and Renee. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. For, okay, so for me with Lexi, just real quick, I, I think she, I think she's another one that is really good at what she does too. You know, and, and look, man, we've had we've had a lot of people come and go from these from these major, you know, North American promotions that were backstage presences of interviewers, whatever you want to call them, um, that were pretty terrible. And Lexi's good; she's she's good at what she does. So, so hats off to her. I think you definitely keep her around. Also, a diamond girl. Is she? She's, yeah, she's one of Dallas's uh, stepdaughters. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. Well, I mean, he's not married to her. Uh, he's not married to her mom anymore. He was at the start of AEW, um, but not anymore. He already divorced and remarried. Oh, I didn't even know that either. But that's uh, okay. Well, whatever. Well, you see, that's why you need to start combining a, a fat burner with an energy, and that's how you build strength. Look, man, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I haven't, I haven't done a fat burner or an energy in a while, and and I'm not, and I'm in hell for it. I really should keep doing it, but I'm too lazy to do it, man. And that's the problem. Is like I know I should keep at least doing an energy and, and doing the maintenance, you know. But um, I got, I got to get back into it because there's, there's times now where, you know, I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, holy hell, I'm getting old. I gotta, I gotta do an energy at some point here this week. But yeah, yeah it's I'm. Definitely- 
definitely worth keeping up, man. But it's it's hard it's hard to keep up with it, you know. But we gotta you gotta find time. Speaking of uh, DDP, why I used to do like I usually try to do DDP at least once a week, but then uh, whenever I got COVID there a couple months ago and I was stuck in the house, I did it every single day and I just absolutely burned myself out of it. So I haven't I, done it since. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I am looking to get back into it because I like to keep it in my routine. Uh, but. Uh, she's also um, dating William uh, Morrissey. Oh, really? Okay. So maybe uh, we should get rid of her. <laughs> huh? Maybe we should get rid of her. <laughs> uh, but uh, last on her list. Uh, oh, yeah. But I didn't give my thoughts on Taz. I well, let me let me give my thoughts on Renee here while we're oh, going okay. Yeah, that. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, no, no. I think I, I think got to Renee, talking about DDP. I got all excited. I know. So did I. I got I got off track too. But I think I think Renee's really good. I think that. Um, they need to do more like special stuff with her where they're mm-hmm. doing like, you know, I don't know if, if you want to call them like documentaries or, you know, little segments or whatever Ooh. that are kind of like, um, you know, just, just for, just for, um, just for like social media stuff and content and, you know, pr- and, like promotional stuff. She's super talented. Yes. And I think, and she's, she's definitely way better than what they're using her right now. I mean, look, I, I don't want to say anybody could do that that job backstage because that's not true but um you could find somebody that's that's maybe you know somebody else to do that role that what renee is doing right now and have renee focus on being like a like a like a like the quote-unquote like a real journalist right of the of the promotion and, and that would be cool a, have her be in a better role than what she's in they're not they're not using her well i mean she is kind of like new in there and i think that like she was supposed to come in and then uh they were supposed to get that time off and they never did so i think they're kind of like I don't, I don't really know what they're doing with her yet, but I think they have a plan. I think that what her plan probably is, is that they're going to probably end up getting a streaming deal along with, with this next TV deal. And I think that she might play a large role in that. That's my prediction. She should. She should. Um, but yeah, uh, so Taz, um, uh, what do you got for Taz? I love him. I think he's great. I think he's, he's funny. He's got a lot of experience. You know, he's been in that job for a really long time. He's got a lot of really good perspective. You know what I really like with him is when they do like the the little segments now and again where yes. it's him discussing the the moves, right? Yes. Amen. That's so, dude, they got to do way more of that. that it's so, so to hear him say that. I have something to add to that. So if uh, did you ever listen to the Taz show? I did. I listened to it a lot, actually. So the Taz show was the first like show uh, that like I aside from Lebetard that I listened to religiously every single day, I would turn it on as soon as I got to work and I would listen to that thing every single day until it literally went off the air. And he is, they used to do that segment where he would explain things and listen, if you have never listened to the Taz show, just literally go find it on YouTube somewhere. You can find it really easily. And just listen to the some of the stuff he used to do, and he even teased that he might be bringing it back at some point. And I'm what, what happened? Why, why did it? Why did it go away? Um. So he took a job with CBS Radio, and then he was on the morning show uh, on CBS Radio. So he kind of like he just moved on. Like, and then he had uh, he had issues with some producers there too, where he had a producer that pretty much like up and left him, and. Uh, like that guy just up and left him for like uh, Good Morning America, and he would like had to find like a producer right away. And then uh, I think the contracts were coming up, and the other with the other producer, so he uh, took the deal and went to CBS Sports. Yeah. Okay. 
and then he was there for like three years and um they he would do uh like post pay-per-view shows on cbs radio okay i didn't know that either yeah so yeah i i was a huge supporter uh first time long time uh right in the yambag jones for taz every single day loved that show so much sure um but yeah taz is one of my uh guilty pleasures in wrestling because he was um on that announced team with Cole on SmackDown and he was absolutely fantastic. And he's still fantastic. He is the perfect replacement for JR to slide into that commentary role. Yeah, for sure. Um but yeah, uh, our very last one, we got Mr. Skiavone. What do you got for tones? I mean, I love Tony Schiavone, man. And and I was, you know, even even a long time ago, um I remember I remember tweeting to Tony Schiavone um, saying that that when I think about wrestling when I was a kid, the voices that I hear in my head that are calling the matches are Tony and Jesse. Like Tony, Tony and Jesse are my are my all time favorite commentator team. And no question. And, and Tony even he even retweeted that or said thank you or whatever you know whenever I told him that, which I thought was really cool. But I think he was still doing the baseball stuff at that point. Um, whenever I whenever I sent him that, but um i i love him dude like i really do like tony Schiavone a lot he's probably my favorite all-time mm-hmm. um commentator um in wrestling history but you know he's not really doing much at this point with with them especially like you know with him being like in the in the three or four man booth he's he's not really doing a whole hell of a lot but i mean i don't know i, I don't know what you he, do with him or if he wants to do more or whatever but i i love the guy i think he's awesome well, he doesn't really need to do anything more than what he does. And that's kind of a shtick now, especially like when they talk about it on the pod where he just kind of adds in like the extra unnecessary like addition that he adds where he's like, yep, that's right, JR. And <laughs> like that kind of stuff, like they make fun of him on the pod for that, which is my absolute favorite wrestling pod that I listen to religiously every week. It's WHW. I talk about it all the time on my own show, how much I love Tony's show. And the fact that I listened to over 2000 hours of it this year, uh, just shows how much I love Tony. But well, if, um, we're, if we're if we're putting other people over, I'm going to say right now that the best wrestling podcast is Booking the Territory, and we can and we can fight that out for the awards show. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I yeah. I, I haven't listened to that one, but yeah, I Tony Schiavone is has a soft place in my heart because I love his show and I love him so much, and he has taken a bigger role backstage. Like I I think he has really stepped up as somebody. Uh, throughout this whole CM Punk deal and before that too like he's helping talent relations and stuff like that I believe so um, or he's not even like talent relations he's like right hand man for Tony so but the other Tony so um, but yeah I I, I, please Shivani stay as long as the company's around yeah for sure but yeah that concludes uh, that's that's our whole roster review I thought we did uh, I thought we did a really good job we uh cleaned house we uh repackaged some people you got uh anything we got else? through that we got through that pretty pretty quickly too a lot a lot faster than we did the men that's for sure now I, yeah, well, there's like a lot quadruple men yeah. yeah right right but uh you got anything else you, you want to add to uh our uh state of the AEW roster i mean you know it's it's always in flux right because i know they're they're bringing people in all the time and they're signing new people so I mean, all we can go by is what we're seeing at, at the at the present moment, right? So right, and the present like, the present moment. This is as of like the beginning of December of two thousand twenty-two. And you know, um, the the division as a whole, um, there's a lot of. I think that there's a lot of potential there. Um, 
Is it great? I don't think it's great. Um, but I think if they, when they get Statlander back, and let's hope that Soraya pans out, you know, to be something. Now we're talking about a pretty good division, and and I yeah. think I think that with those two um, coming back, it, it might be it might be really good. And, and look, who knows what's going to happen with Thunder Rosa? You know, maybe maybe everything people are saying about her is 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 bullshit. You know, who knows? I, I have no idea, but yeah, I think I think that if you get her back too. Um, and get her working with people and get her in the main event scene. We've got a lot of really interesting matchups to, to, to book, you know, going forward. Um, it's got the potential to be really good, I think. No, I agree. And I, you know, maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe what all they're saying about Thunder Rose is bullshit. But um, I think that, it, like, yes, I think that this uh, division is pretty mediocre. Um, it could be better and it's only be just because there, there's just not enough, there's not enough spots to get these women wrestling to get the in-ring time to get better. And, and the, thing, the thing too about Rosa, and, and like I said, like the, the most telling thing for me is that they stopped booking those other women that were friends with her. And yep. that to me shows me as an outsider. And again, I have no idea if any of this stuff is real or if it's fake or if it's all bullshit or if it's all completely true. That to me shows me that she's got so much heat that it's real. And if yeah. that's the case, then you can't, you can't keep that person around. But again, I, I know Tony Khan will never hear this, but look, man, there there's people out there that are, that are making the towns that are really talented athletes that could be a great addition to a women's division. And you can't just screw those people because of who they're friends with, man. It's not, it's not okay to do that either. Well, if Tony Khan is listening, uh, would love to have you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely agree that I love the, I, I love, like, I love Tony and everything that he does for the company and all that. But like, if, if somebody has literally have so much heat that you're not booking the other people, like it is time to cut ties to that person. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, but if, but I will say that, you know, if our fantasy booking, it does become true and they do get Sasha, like now we're talking about a really good roster. I mean, even even if it's with. only even if it's only as as you know here and there where they just book her, you know, without having like a like if you literally um, book her in between TV shows that she's working on, because I'm yeah, sure she's yeah. going to be a Mandalorian again. So like, sure. you're doing her in between that kind of stuff. That's fine. Like whatever. It's still Sasha Banks. Like, sure. I, I mean, we're literally pulling, we're literally grasping at straws here. But, um, but yeah, no, I it, it, the the men's roster. I, I would say that it's the same for both. Like the men's roster is a pretty solid roster could be better i mean we could say the same thing about every wrestling company things could be better like this time last year all AEW was doing was hitting home runs and now this year it's like they're trying to get back on track so um but yeah you got uh you got anything else you want to add to the show today no man you know i'm, I'm really looking forward to doing the awards thing i think i think that that'll be really fun um i always i already started working on my list too i know we were talking about that today with uh with with winners and trying to coordinate how we're going to do that and, and get it going. But I think that's, I think that's going to be a really fun show to put together a really fun show to record. And I can't wait to, can't wait to put all that stuff on social media whenever we figure out who's going to win those awards. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm super pumped for the holiday, the holiday show that will be coinciding with the award show. And 
uh, that's going to be our big uh, Christmas show for the year. So yeah, and look, if you're if you're a fan of the Polsky man, I mean, you need to get your you need to get your gingerbread cookies, and you need to get you know a cocktail and uh, sit down by the fire for that one. Because we're going to be talking for a while on that yeah, show. That's yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a gonna long be a big show. We're probably going to we're all three of us are probably going to be drunk by the end of it. So let's just let's just get that <laughs> thing going, man, and, and have fun and sit down and get some get some you know some. Uh, some uh you know apple spiced rum or or whatever it is and just sit sit by the fire and, and talk some wrestling because i think that show's going to go a long time because we got a lot to cover the the christmas gift idea i think is fantastic that you came up with um i mean we might be there for a long time talking about all that and i'm really looking forward i think it's going to be a lot of fun this could be uh, the holiday show could be a one-parter and a two-parter could for be. as long as it might be or it could turn it well it's not going to be an omnibus type cornet situation but it could be long yeah yeah so, but yeah, well, thank you for uh, always coming on the pod, Ski. Always a joy to have you on here. Uh, and uh, make sure you always hit the town and you're burning rubber, Andretti. I am burning rubber, man. I'm trying to get out there and, and, and make it happen here. You know, today today was an interesting day. You know, <laughs> we're, uh, I, I, we're, we're, we're cleaning out the basement tomorrow. We got a dumpster coming. So I already told everybody, man, like I, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing a damn thing tomorrow either in terms of in terms of working. I'm taking a, I'm taking a four day weekend and I'm, I'm going to go get some pizza tomorrow. I'm going to get drunk as fuck tomorrow while we're cleaning out the basement. It's going to be awesome. And then you're probably going to sit down and watch all kinds of wrestling. I'm going to watch a lot of wrestling because I'm going to I'm going to try to get my awards nominees done and, and go through those matches because I got a couple ideas for match of the year, but I'm not even going to give them to you until I go through it again. So I want to oh, watch no. a couple matches tonight or tomorrow and get it going. But I, I've got I've got some I've got some good ideas. I just got to I got to get it down on paper. Yep. Can't wait. So, uh, well, yep. Thank you for always for coming on the pod ski and. Uh, don't forget to download, rate, review, and subscribe. Check us out on Twitter at the underscore Podski, on Instagram at the underscore Podski, and on Facebook uh, at the Podski with John Baker. Hit Andretti up at AZ Jarhead on Instagram, and uh, we will we'll see you for the uh, big holiday show coming up. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, man. Looking forward to it. Yep. Make sure you're always uh, combining a fat burner and energy, and that's how you build strength. I need to do one or the other at least. <laughs> <laughs> uh.